0: Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Saturday night at Club Q, an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs, five people were killed and several others were injured by a lone gunman. The victims are Ashley Paw, Raymond Green, Kelly Loving, Daniel Day-Aston, and Derek Rump, according to the Gazette newspaper. The suspect is a 22-year-old with alleged ties to San Diego. He was charged with five counts of murder and five counts of bias-motivated crime. Reporters Terry Figueroa and David Hernandez have been following this story. David, what do we know so far?
1: In total, um, some of the numbers have been changing, but the latest figures that we have are that 22 people were shot and five of them died Um, in as far as um the details of the actual shooting we know from police that the shooter walked into the nightclub and immediately opened fire he was armed with a long rifle um and it actually didn't last too long uh police said that there were at least two people who confronted the shooter um, and they called their actions heroic obviously um and so police arrived soon after and took the shooter into custody he has been um arrested on suspicion of Uh, murder and hate crime charges and identified as Anderson Lee Aldrich, and he's 22. Uh,
0: So something you have both been covering is an alleged uh, or the alleged gunman's San Diego tie uh, to Assemblyman Randy Vopel. What's going on there?
2: Well, it appears that um, the suspected gunman is uh, the son of uh, Laura Vopel. Who is the daughter of Randy Vopel, um, the assemblyman for the California's 71st Assembly District? Um, the connection between son and mom um, has been reported on by various media outlets. We've not been able to independently confirm that, um, but in fact, the the Gazette in Colorado. Um, said that they spoke to a relative um, who anonymously confirmed that um, the suspect is the grandson of Randy Vopel.
0: Um, what has been the San Diego response so far or just the response to that family? And have they made any comments, the Vopel family?
1: So there hasn't been a ton of response from like politicians, given that he's an assembly member um but in terms of like the online world there's been some chatter about it in terms of obviously criticism um given the connection um he is a conservative um, assembly member so it has become uh, politicized in some in some ways um he himself uh randy bopel has not returned our messages seeking comment um and neither has his office so Today, actually, I went to see if he would comment in person. I went to his home in Santee and pretty much had no luck. No one answered the door. So we're still waiting to see if he will issue a statement and what he will say. Vopal uh, faced criticism um, last year and again um, now, given uh, the mass shooting for comments he made a few days after the January 6th attack on the US Capitol, uh, he told the Union Tribune in an article we published that um, the Capitol riot and attack was basically um, the Lexin- Lexington and Concord uh, battles of the American Revolution War. He said, quote, tyranny will follow in the aftermath of the Biden swearing on January 20th. So given everything that has happened now with the mass shooting, his politics are again. Um, under the spotlight, and specifically this comment that he made, he did a few days after he made those comments. He did um, say that his comments were misconstrued and that he didn't intend to glorify the siege, or um, and he did, to some degree, condemn the actions of Trump supporters.
2: You know, his politics have also kind of come into play on... Um... On his daughter's Facebook page, in terms of in the last day since this shooting happened, hundreds of people have gotten onto her Facebook page and made numerous statements, um, hateful statements about um, about his politics and, of course, the the, the shooter, the suspected shooter.
0: So the, the alleged gunman, this was not his first um, encounter with law enforcement. Uh, what do we know about the standoff from last year?
2: So police are not confirming that this is the same person, but a um, person with the same name and age as the suspected gunman was arrested in Colorado Springs last year. His mom had called police to say that her son was threatening her with a a homemade bomb and other weapons and ammunition. Um, She was not at the same place where he was at the time of the call. They went and found him, and he was at a home approximately a mile away. Um, What followed was a brief standoff. And they tried to coax him out. They ended up having to evacuate um, just some of the surrounding homes. And eventually he did come out within a few hours, um, come out and give himself up. Uh, again, police are not saying that this is the same person, but he shares the same name and age. Mm-hmm. Also, the address of, of these incidents um, tie into or, or are the same as um, records that we've seen with the with, uh, those two mom and son living at or having connection to those addresses.
0: Um, how about the rest of the San Diego community? I know this has shaken the LGBTQ community here, you know, among others. Um, what's being done to to keep San Diegans safe? Well, tonight
2: there is a community meeting to discuss safety and um, SDPD will be there. Um, it's at um, a nightclub in Hillcrest, which is nightclub. And following that meeting, there is going to be a rally march to the Hillcrest pride flag. Um, And my understanding is is that there will be various local politicians that will be in attendance and speaking.
1: Obviously, in San Diego, we have um, the Hillcrest community, which um, is uh, home to many LGBTQ members we have heard from various establishments in Hillcrest that basically uh, they are heartbroken and outraged about the mass shooting. Um, They highlight that this is essentially an attack on the community, given that it happened uh, at a gay nightclub. And um, they also note that LGBTQ community members are um, targeted oftentimes because of their background, and they say this is just another example of that, and of course, very tragic.
0: And I know this is an ongoing story. What are some questions you two are still looking to answer?
2: Um, well, one of the things that that we're trying to figure out is, oh, obviously the why, um, and and. That that can never really be answered. Um, but one of the things that, that my understanding is that Colorado has um, a red flag laws, as we do here. And that um, incident last year, if that's the same person, that person was apparently, according to reporting by the Gazette in Colorado, uh, never charged. And that case was filed. I mean, uh, sealed. Um, so I don't know. If had charges been filed, would that have triggered a red flag um, law that would have removed guns from him? We simply don't know. And I know that's something that reporters in Colorado are are looking at.
0: David, anything you'd like to add?
1: Yeah, we are following up today to collect more information. Uh, One of the things we're looking Uh, into is just his voting record on certain issues like gun control and issues that have to do with the LGBTQ community, uh, just to kind of maybe get a sense of how his politics may have uh, shaped his family dynamics. So that's another thing we're looking at.
0: Okay, I look forward to that reporting. Terry, David, thanks so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you.